0: Ah, This is amazing. Good morning, or maybe afternoon, not sure what time it is, but that's the thing in the presence of the Lord, right? Time flies. We just want to thank the church, thank the leadership for even giving us the opportunity to share um, today. You know, it's not, you know, you don't have that many churches, I believe, though of course I'm biased, that honor the members as much as our church do, you know? Yeah, they deserve a round of applause. Clap. And their heart is to see people come into destiny. Their heart is to see people um, walk in what God's calling is for their lives. They don't feel intimidated by um, what they see. They don't feel threatened because they don't operate in the flesh. They operate in the spirit and they know it's God that's given them that title. They know it's God that's given them that leadership. So they don't fight for leadership, they don't fight for control. Yeah. And these are only fruits of the Holy Spirit when the Lord is so in you, deep in your soul. And so um, we just wanna honor Bill, Tammy, Sal, and Jules for the role they're playing in New York City, the role they're playing in the world at large, for walking in their calling as well as Colt and Vanessa as well, and seeing people come into their own, and just watching Vanessa today is ridiculous. The girl's about to, I'm, lo- I'm like Vanessa, you have to be joking. She's about to pop out a baby. She's walking around like she's 21 years old, just talking away. She did Sunday school this morning for the kids. Isn't that supernatural pregnancy? That is what we're praying for for the body, supernatural pregnancy and strength. And that just really just marks out this house. This house is blessed in many ways, and we're seeing that in the fruit of the members. So we want to thank the leadership. Um, what do you think? I,
1: um, I think she said it all. Um, and um, and, and, and uh, I mean, I'll just say we, we love you guys. We really do. Um, and and those aren't just words. Um, if you know Ogo and I, we we really truly love you, and when we say that, we mean it. And um, I, I'll just add that to it. And, amen. Uh, amen.
0: That wasn't in the script, <laughs> so we went off script. So now we need to come back, sorry. Mm. So um, yeah, it's just, on, my, my name's Ogo, Obviously, is Jamal, my husband. We've been married now for about six years, and so blessed to be here. And you know, we've, it's been a really interesting time for, I believe, for everyone, really, no matter where you are in the world. Um, it's been an interesting time. So we just want to talk on that, really, and talk on what we feel the Lord is sharing with us. It's not—it's not our natural inclination to want to come and talk in front of people when it comes to you know the, this. Um, in other spheres, we're probably a bit more you know, but not. But Tammy, Tammy's brilliant. Do you have a word from the Lord, <laughs> It's Tammy? Isn't it? Do you get that word yet? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Well, so well, sh-
1: I mean, I'll speak on that because because yeah. Tammy has been encouraging myself for quite some time, Um, and that's what a mother does, right? They encourage you to step into, and and it's good because a lot of times we don't see uh, what we carry, but a mother or someone who you have allowed to be in your life um, can see that and and pull it out and call it out in you, so thank you, Tammy, for the encouragement and the continuing pushing, pushing, pushing persistence, Um, you know, uh, just to, just to give us the courage to be here as well, amen.
0: Amen, amen. and so we just want to start off also even as uh, the body of Christ and as um, even leadership in j to just see our hearts go out for, you know, to the people that are really, that are going through a lot right now, especially in terms of, we you know, the most recent situation with Jacob Blake in Kenosha, and our hearts go out to their families, our hearts go out to those that have suffered, you know, violence. Um, whether it be in the hands of police or whatever, our hearts go out to them. um, And we believe that it's bringing healing across the country. We believe that a lot of what we're seeing, this uprising, um, is bringing healing. And we are aware of it, and and, and, you know, this church, this house, um, we have a heart for healing. We have a heart for racial justice. We have a heart to see um, people viewed from the eyes of God. So our, eye, our heart definitely goes out. And at, th- at the same time, you know, we know that in the midst of what's going on in the suffering, God is healing nations and healing us individually and corporately. You know, I have a boutique in Brooklyn, and it's funny because just two days ago, I was saying to Jamal, Um, a lady came in, a Caucasian lady, and she came to buy something in the store, and then we were at the checkout, and I was taking her payment, and um, she just... She I, I she I took a card, I swiped the card, and she wouldn't leave. She just stood right there and then she's trying to talk and I couldn't hear her because she's wearing a mask, right? And then she starts to shake and she's not you're talking probably middle class, suburban, like this is not just a random crazy person, very put together. Um, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? And she then she starts to say, I just don't know how to say this, and she's trembling. And then I figured out it must be something to do with race. And so I was like, okay. And then she just starts to cry and she starts saying, I'm just so sorry, I'm so sorry. I feel guilty, all these things that I'm learning about systemic racism and what have you. And she's like shaking, I didn't know, I didn't know. And I'm just like, wow. I didn't know what to say at that time. And I'm just looking at her and I thought the Lord just said, tell her you forgive her. Cause she's carrying a guilt she doesn't have to carry. And that's, the, that's, the, that's one of the things, but, and so I just said, I forgive you, I forgive. it wasn't, and I kept initially saying, but it wasn't you, because I didn't understand, and she was like, I know, I know, but you could see she was broken, because she's been bombarded, right, by messages, and I just said, we forgive you, we forgive your ancestors, and I hugged and held her for a while, and she just, until she calmed down, and then she said, I'm happy I came in here, I'm going to come again. Uh, and, and and so that is the kind of healing, even through the turmoil we're seeing, that the Lord is bringing to us as individuals and to the church. And you know... God operates in a very different way than what, uh, from how we operate. I remember the dream I shared some months ago about how in the dream there was a pastor preaching. It was early in the year, and the person preaching, I wouldn't say it's a pastor, but it was a person of authority. He kept saying, what is your theology? What is your theology? And the race kept changing from black to white to black. And I was so puzzled by that dream, and I knew that one of the parts of the dream was related to a season is coming where our theology will be tested. And so that was very clear to me, but it wasn't until everything started to happen, and actually through talking to Tammy and Bill, that I started to realize it was also a racial thing. 2020 is going to be about, you know, bringing justice to an extent, but it might be a black and white thing, right? But I don't think it's just race. I believe it's just there's going to be no grays by the end of this year. And that's what the Lord is doing. It's, it's literally, there's no grace. You're on one side or you're on the other side. And that's what's happening in the body right now. I can't say that I understood that in the, in the dream at the time, but that's what we're seeing. Um, and so, did you?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's, it's interesting that um, injustice is just coming. It's on the front page of everything right now. It's on the newspapers, it's on the news, it's on the, any type of injustice, whether it's uh, these pedophiles being locked up, whether it's, it's racism. I think anything that was done in the dark is being exposed right now. And, um, and that's the season we're in. We're in the season of exposure, and, and we hate to see these things happening. We, we hate to see people murdered in the street, but it's necessary that we see it right now. Because when it was happening before and no one saw it, it wasn't being dealt with. But now it has to be dealt with. Um, You know, as hard as it is to to watch and and try to figure out and try to understand, uh, we're encouraged. um, And we don't don't belittle anyone who's lost their life, who has been injured, um, you know, through violence. uh, But we are encouraged because these things are getting dealt with now, whether we like it or not.
0: Amen. Amen. And that's the truth. And so the, t- the topic of our message today, is seen through God's lenses, we're in a season where you have to take off your glasses and wear God's glasses or you will lose your mind. It really is that simple. You have to. There's no grays anymore. It's black or white. It really is. It's not, oh, yeah, I'm just in between, just, you know, no, no, no. You, you, you. Wh- whose side are you on? That's whose side are you on? And you have to identify that. So, you know, it, but it's traumatic. If you look through your own glasses, you're seeing deaths on mass scales, especially if you're listening and believing everything the media is telling you. You're trying to run to a different country, probably. You've probably already packed your stuff, right? You've probably already booked your flight, right? Like, literally, you're see, but you're seeing legitimately loss, loss of jobs, loss of business. You're seeing a lot of tragedy around, and so it can be very jarring, um, it can be very tough, um, mentally, and I know for me, you know, spending time with the Lord, a few weeks back, and I was sharing this with Vanessa, about a week, a couple of, a week ago or so, when we were in the Poconos, you know, everything was going on, and there's this thing of, what do you do with your kids, do you send them to school, don't you send them to school, and there just was, it's just so much chaos, it's one thing or another, and I was spending time with the Lord, and, um, and I, I saw A battle, and and when I say a battle, I mean like two forces fighting. Let me tell you, God has won. Simple. So there was a kingdom of God, there was a kingdom of darkness. You could see, and they were fighting. The kingdom of God has already won. You don't see it with your physical eyes, with your lens, but if you put God lenses, you will see it is Victory. And I thought it was interesting when Tammy shared that because that was the level of what I saw whereby it was like the Red Sea being parted. God has annihilated every agenda of darkness. Now, when we look, we don't see it because you're seeing the... the crazy of what's happening. And so I saw it and I saw red all over the floor. I could see that as blood. And so, it, and so it, as I'm watching this and i spending time with the Lord, I'm like, well, that's fine because I'm okay. I'm a believer. I'm fine. And the Lord said, hmm. He said, you pause right there. He said, no. You think you're fine. You need to get into the secret place. This is a season to be in the secret place. Because he said, there'll be people who you think are believers, but you're going to also see the impact of what is happening that is not positive. So he said, no, 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 no. You need to get into the secret place. So that Kind of jarred me. I was like, oh Lord have mercy. I better get in the secret place. So the next morning I set my alarm, right? I've got three kids. It's not easy waking up at six o'clock, six fifteen. I'm like out there in the living room dozing off.
1: Actually, I set the alarm.
0: (laughs) You just set the alarm. (laughs) And
1: and and she waited for me to wake her up. So (laughs) probably
0: sounds about right. They wake me up (laughs) to pray. And so so I'm in the living room dozing off, trying to stay up, and I'm doing my typical, you know. Us Nigerians, right, warfare, like, oh, you're jumping up and down, chasing things in the spirit that might be there or might not be there. But either way, you're running around, right? And uh, the Lord's like, girl, you sit down. He's like, sit yourself down, right? Right? So I'm like oh I guess it's not that kind of prayer today so I sit myself down right he knows he's seen those fiery prayers he's like sit down so I'm like sitting down because in my mind I'm like getting the secret place justice judgment oh my gosh I need to I need to get serious right I can't assume anything I can't assume I'm safe so I'm sitting down and he's like just calm down <laughs> he said, but not only did he say, calm down, he said, wait for me and look at my face. That was it. And so for days, I would just sit. And initially, I'm just waiting. Doze not wake up. I didn't see nothing. Doze not wake up. You know how it is. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm sitting. But soon, I begin to see the face of Jesus in the living room right in front of me. And he's like, stop. Stop. He, no praying and no closing of my eyes and no worshiping because normally I'm used to closing my eyes to see. He said, no, you will learn to see with your eyes open and see him in front of you. And don't just shush, no worship, no just shush, just look in my eyes and listen, just look and listen. And that's the season that we're in. Right? So the old stuff that we're used to, it's not going to work if it's not rooted in who you are in Christ. And so what he was doing with me was saying, look, stop that whole thing. You have to know who you are from your heart. Let me remind you of who you are. Listen to me. Get your source from me, your information from me. But know who you are. And that has been the journey where it's no longer what the typical read the Bible, worship, pray, wait, and then, you know, go. No, no. Just sit. Be still and know that I am God. Right? And it's ironic because when Moses was at the, um, before the part of the Red Sea, what did he say? He said, look back, right? The Egyptians you see now, you will see no more. But they were still. He's like, just calm down. Look back. That's what God is doing now. Like, calm down, but look at my face. And so there is a war that is going on right now in the spiritual realm. It is a war between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. You have murder. You have hate. You have fear. They've been unleashed. But you have God. You have love. You have joy. You have everything that is of God that has also been unleashed. And it has won. It's not trying to win. We're not waiting for it to win. It has already won. It has won. And so they are tearing down the fear, the anxiety, and all that stuff. They're tearing it down. But you have to position yourself to receive the fruit of the victory you got to be on the winning side. So we believe we're, we are in a what I'd say the Isaiah 4031 moment. Yeah. Isaiah 4031. That is the moment we're in right now. And we'll just read that Isaiah 4031. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The word wait upon is the idea of waiting in expectation. Like when I woke up and the Lord's like, just sit and wait. Wait and know that I'm going to come. Just wait. And wait till I come. Don't do what you normally do. Just wait. So we're in a season of waiting expectantly. Like a child desperate for the help of their father. Knowing that their father's going to come. And they wait peacefully, just knowing the Father will come, and that's the posture that we're in right now as believers.
1: Yeah. Amen. Um, that that's just a piece of the last six years for me that you guys <laughs> saw right there. So, that's what life is like in my house. I'm telling you right now. So, but um, but you know, everything that Ogo's saying, and 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 some of you might even be in this boat. I know I was in this boat. You're, you're trying because we have. This season of being home and quarantine and not quarantining, and now you have more time on your hands than you had before. You're trying to reignite that routine that you had, right? You know, when we first became believers, we had that routine: we get up, we read, we do all that. And and I, I I tried, and and I was struggling to go th- through the routine. And God doesn't want the routine right now, we believe. We, we believe he just wants you, you know, where you are, you know, uh, washing dishes. Whatever it is that you're doing throughout your day, he wants to be with you. Um, and that's the difference of the season that we're in right now. It's not about that 20 minutes, half an hour, or hour in the morning. It's good, you know, do it. But that's not what it's about, you know. And um, we believe that as believers that we're we're supposed to thrive in any season. You know, that's that's the promise. We we're, we're children of God and we thrive in any season. We we don't have these down depressed seasons despite what's going on around us. God wants us to thrive in every single season. And um so so we want to talk about why wait. You know, why wait? You know, why wait upon the Lord? It's it's important that we see through the Lord's lenses. So I, I want to read some scripture to you here. If we can go to uh, 2 Kings 6, 8 to 18. Um, and this is just to kind of give you a bit of a backstory. This is when the uh, Israelites were at war with the Aramaeans. And um, I'm going to start in verse 8. It says, Now the king of Aram was at war with Israel. After conferring with his officers, he said, I will set up my camp in such and in such and in such a place. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel. Beware of passing that place because the Arameans are going down there. OK, so the enemy is trying to set a trap for the Israelites. They're setting up their camp. And the man of God, Elisha, spoke to the king and said, beware of going down there because the Arame- your enemy is there waiting for you. Okay, so the king of Israel checked on the place indicating by indicated by the man of God. Time and again Elisha warned the king, so that he was on his guard in such places. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, Tell me, which of us on this side of the king which of us is on this, which of us on this side of the king I'm sorry, which of us is on this side of the king? So he thought someone was in his camp going and telling Israelites what they were doing. He thought that someone in his army or or his, his, his guys were going and revealing their plans to the Israelites. And none of us, my lord, the king, said one of his officers, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel, the very words you speak in your bedroom. Go find out where he is, the king ordered, so I can send, send men and capture him. The report came back. He is in Dothan. Then he sent horses and chariots and a strong force there. They went by night and surrounded the city. Uh, let me just back up. He said that the Lord was telling Elisha the very words that the king was speaking in his bedroom. How specific is that? That's amazing, right? When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh, no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. As the enemy came down toward him, Elisha prayed to the Lord, strike this army with blindness. So he struck them with blindness as Elisha had asked. You know, God really wants to reveal to you in that secret place right now where you should be going, what you should be doing, um, how you should be maneuvering. And, and, and we, we lo- I love this this piece of scripture because right now you're hearing a lot of things. The government's telling you what to do, where you can't go. Uh, should you send your kids to school? No, you have to go by these rules. And, and we're not making light of those things. We have to respect, you know, um, the laws that are being in place around us. But we also want to hear from God. We want to know what God wants us to do and where he wants us to be in this season. Because we don't want to step outside of his will. And when you do that and you're not listening to the Lord, you can put yourself in harm's way. Um, Your your protection is in his will. And that's why, you know, know, it's amazing, you know, the the servant in this case, right? And and, and I want to say this. If any of you feel like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not hearing from the Lord. I don't hear from the Lord. I, I can sympathize with you because I used to be in that place as well. But I would tell you this. Get with someone who does hear from the Lord. Pray together with them. Just like Elisha said for the servant, Lord, open his eyes. Because he couldn't see. Only Elisha saw. But he said, open his eyes. And when he did that, he was able to see the army and that, that, that they were about to win that battle. And... and um. You know, one thing, I know Ogo talked about a lot of things that are going on in, 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 in the media where people are losing jobs and, and um, you know, all the negative stuff that we hear every single day. But, you know, for us, and we were talking about this earlier, we've been hearing so many testimonies that are just positive of, you know, people becoming debt-free in the last six months. Yeah. Like, it's happening. It's happening. You know, people who have been struggling for the last six years to pay off their debt have been given strategies in the last six months, and now they're debt-free. So they're coming out of this thing in a different financial position. You know, there's been a transfer of wealth, right? And, and you, know, there's, you know, we've heard testimonies of children getting saved at young ages because they're seeing their parents' devotion on another level right now because they're all home together. Like, these, these are things that are happening in the midst of all this crazy pandemic that we're hearing going on around us. All the fear that's being thrown at us. Um, you know, businesses are thriving. Not every business is getting shut down. Like, these are stories that people are telling us that we're hearing. These are actual testimonies that are going on right now. And, and a lot of these strategies are coming from being in that secret place with the Lord.
0: Yeah, amen. That's so true. And I think what we're hearing there is that um, you have to see from God's eyes. or you just won't see clearly. You just won't see clearly. You'll see one side and you'll see the side that you are hearing the most, right? And so you won't see clearly. So one of the reasons why you want to get into the secret place is to see from God's viewpoint. The second reason that we have here is to identify truth from falsehood. You have to be in the secret place to identify truth from falsehood because there's so many different stories and variations. In Isaiah Isaiah 55, 8 or 9, we see the verse pretty popular. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God sees right from the top and he looks down. He doesn't see one-sided. He goes from the top and he looks all the way down. So as you go into your secret place and spend time with him, he'll tell you the complete viewpoint. He'll show you 360 degrees. Not one degree, not two degree, 360 degrees. And so I know even for us, you know, like Jamal said, there has been a lot of... um, great stories, but there's a lot of loss as well. We've had close people highly affected by COVID, even in terms of financially. A lot of people, we know people who've been affected financially, job losses, what have you. We were also initially affected pretty badly as well. Um, but the truth is, even in all of that, we realize God is the one that will give us a solution. So something that's personal to us was even my store I'd mentioned. You know, we'd set up that store because we felt that the Lord wanted to kind of create a lighthouse and Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. And so that's, and it was always my dream. So we put that together and we've seen people get saved. We've seen people get healed. People have given their lives to the Lord from the store. And so we've, we've seen people's lives transformed, right? And then everything hits, COVID hits, and we start to think maybe we should close the store, right? It's a huge expense. What's the point in having this expense if we're not sure? And so my, based on what I'm watching on TV and what I'm hearing, everything's screaming, close your store, because <laughs> who's ever going to shop for clothes again, right? And you go, it, like, that's the thing. <laughs> People have more serious things to purchase <laughs> than and the next, you know, high heels. So everything's screaming that, and I'm even starting to go and check out other places, and I'm viewing all the cheaper spots. The Lord's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we decide not to pursue other places. We talk, and I actually called the landlord and said, I, I'm thinking of clothes. And she was like, Ogo, don't you think it's premature? I'm like, no, it's money, isn't it? I'm not trying to pay rent when I'm not open. But see, but the Lord said, Ogo, hold on, hold on. And the irony now is that we've seen so much traction now. Despite what's going on, yeah. one other example of just you got to hear from the Lord. You got to hear from the Lord. Another thing that,
1: and yeah, go ahead. So the 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 um the third you, you go ahead, okay. Go ahead. So the third reason is uh is peace. You know um you know we we want peace. We want clarity. We want direction. You know so you know we all know Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You know, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You know, those are calming words in in, in a season where a lot of people are just, they don't know how to react. They just don't know. And they don't know where to find that peace. Um, and, and, And that's something that is a gift from us, I mean, to us from the Lord, that we can have peace in any season. Um, you know, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Um, and this 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 kind of goes back, you know, when we lean on our own understanding and it, it goes back to the, 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 the point of seeing from God's view. When, when you can only understand sometimes what's in front of you when, when that's your view, when you're only looking from this view, from the from from where we are. You can only see what's in front of you, and, and that becomes um, how you make your decisions. That becomes where your fear or your peace is going to come through, come from, and it, it's also just a singular view. Yeah. The beauty of seeing from God's view is you can see the whole entire picture. You can see everything that's happening, um, and, and, and not only can you see it, you can see how God is actually in control even when it doesn't feel that way.
0: Amen, amen, and just direction, like Jamal said, and faith. As you spend time with the Lord, you go into your secret place, you wait on him, he'll give you clarity, he'll give you direction, and the faith will rise up. We know from many places, Hebrews, you know, faith comes by hearing the word of God. Hebrews eleven eight, it was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him. So when you hear God, faith rises up within you. Sometimes you might find that you have these ideas that the Lord has given you, but you just don't have the faith. The solution is to go spend time with the Lord. We also believe that this is a season of dreams coming true. This is a season to pursue your dreams. If you feel that you know, um, maybe you lost your job or, or or what have you, could the Lord be saying it's time to do your own thing? Could the Lord be asking you to to pivot? Is it time to maybe pivot from what you from what you are used to doing? And there's a lot of that going on right now. And so um, it's a, is a season for dreams. But you could have those dreams, but you've got to spend time with the Lord so you have the faith to pursue those dreams. You're never too old. You're never too young. God can reach you, meet you wherever you're at. And so this is a season where dreams are being materialized. I believe those dreams that you've had from day one, based on what the Lord put in your heart, based on how the Lord put you together before you were born, it's time for them to start getting manifested from heaven into, into earth. And so, how? Yes. And this is the final part. How do you wait patiently? How do you wait on the Lord? And the first thing we, hear, we have here is just get right with God. This is also a season of holiness. I know we don't hear that in the church preached too much, right, in general. Uh, the church at large. We hear it in this church. But holiness. The Bible says, be holy like I'm holy. We're not holy in our own strength. We're holy in God's strength. The message last week was amazing. With God's grace, you can live without sin. That's right. With God's grace, you can live without sin, and so we believe this is a season of living holy and not kind of no grace anymore. It's black and white, right? And so living, th- but righteousness through the through God. It, you can't be, it can't be done in your own strength, and so getting right with the Lord, um, repenting, confessing. Whether it's to first to the Lord, and there'll be moments when you've got to confess to people close to you. Right. There's you know there's a verse in the Bible. I don't have it here, but it talks about confess your sins once to another, and then you will be healed. I believe it's in Romans. There's some healing that will only come when you confess it to someone. Could be your husband, could be your wife. But if there's often th- if there's something that you're dealing with constantly, there's a sin and it just keeps happening, and you've prayed and you've asked for forgiveness and it's not you've not been healed. Maybe it's because you need to confess it. Healing comes from confession. Obviously, you confess to the right person. But this is a season of living holy and living in in God's righteousness through his spirit living through you. Right? That's how.
1: So repent, confess. And uh, stay engaged. Yeah. You know, stay engaged with God throughout your day, no matter what you do. You know, I I talked earlier about, you know, if you're washing dishes. And um, many of us, especially during, um, you know, an election season, we got the news on. Right. And uh, but we got to be engaged, even if you're watching the news, you got to be engaged with the Lord. Lord, what's really going on here? You know, and, and, and if you're not asking yourself that question, you got to ask yourself that question because you're going to believe what's in front of you. You're going to believe what you hear if you're not. And, and, and God's always doing something. He's always moving. He's never not moving. And, and, and as Ogle referenced earlier, he's already won. He's already won. Now, if you're just watching the news, but you're not engaged, it looks like the battle is lost. And it sounds like the battle is lost. And it sounds hopeless in many cases. But we know victory has already been had. You know, it's already, he's already won. But you only will know that in the moment if you stay engaged with the Lord. We have to remain engaged. That's the second point on how.
0: Amen. Another one which Jamal already mentioned is just partner with someone who hears if you don't feel like you hear, right. with the right person. So get someone close to you. Get someone that you respect, that you love, that you look up to, and just kind of do life with them. Pray with them and partner with them, just like um, I can't remember his name, but the servant, Gazad, it's a G, isn't it? But the servant of Elisha. <laughs> How gehazi. How he partnered with Elisha. We have to do that because this is a season where you can't afford not to hear. And I do want to speak to the intercessors also very briefly. And it's not in the script, but I feel the Lord's saying to share it. Some of us who um, you, you, you're, you have maybe have a seer's anointed or a prophetic gift. Or, or it, and so you're feeling everything. What you're feeling is the battle. Don't take it on yourself, right? And so there are some people where right now it's just this level of you're just sad. You're so sad because you're seeing everything. And that should just call you to prayer. The Lord's just calling you to pray and to seek his face because he's won the battle. So sometimes the feeling is, is it's not you're not losing your mind. You're not going through depression. You're feeling the war that is happening in the spiritual realm. But you just got to go higher, Do you understand? Just go higher and and just understand that that's what's going on. It's not, and then don't keep it. Just give it to the Lord. But pray from victory. Victory. You don't pray like you're trying to make anything happen. I've seen it. God has won. So everything you see, it's, God has won. You got it? Amen. Lastly, Um, No, this is important. Not lastly. Um, Stay connected with community. Stay connected with community. This verse is powerful. Hebrews 10.25. Do not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. But encourage one another and all the more. Everyone say all the more.
1: All the more.
0: As you see the day approaching. I think it's ironic that in this season, now you can't meet, stay away six feet. I'm not saying, don't, don't even get me started. But I'm not saying that, you know, some of those things, it's precautions. But don't be blind. The enemy knows that if you don't stay connected, if you can stay away from people, stay isolated, boom, easy for him to come in. Now you're not hearing encouraging words. No one's speaking identity to you. Stay home. Stay home. Don't move. Just stay. Don't move. All that stuff. And now it's like you start hearing your own thoughts. And that's why the, this is the Bible. He says all the more, all the more, all the more as you see the days approaching. So I think it's powerful that we have a church preach that says we are going to resume service. Amen. We are Yes, we're going to resume service. We will take precautions, but we understand the need to come together because the battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and high places. But Jesus has won the battle. He has won. So we have a church that says, we're, no, we're not closing. We're, no, 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 no. Yeah, we, we have Zoom and what have you, but we're going to open the doors because we're not afraid. Because we know that meeting together, there's power. That's right.
1: That's right. That's right. Amen. And, and, and some of us, we, we've been hiding. Some of us have been hiding behind Zoom for months. And and you got to hear the Lord. You know, you, you got to hear the Lord. Because like Ogle said, the enemy knows who to isolate. He knows who he can attack when they're isolated. And some of you need to come out. Some of you yes. need to be here on Sunday. Yes. Some of you need to experience the worship live. Yes. Some of you need to be encouraged by your brothers and your sisters. And, and, and you can't do that by sitting behind Zoom. It's not the same. It's not the same. And, and it's, a, it's so important that you hear from the Lord. You, you know, we got a lot of decisions coming up right now. Do we put our kids in school or do we not? Uh, and the Lord may tell some of you not to. But if your child needs to be in school, you need to hear from the Lord. You you can't make these decisions out of fear or what you're being told based off of fear. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. All based on what people are doing in front of you. I love Vanessa's message with Colt a couple of weeks ago. One of the most powerful messages that I've heard, you know, about how the Lord should Decided to put um, Fern in school. And then she panicked a little bit reading a magazine. And the Lord showed her Jesus holding Fern's hand as she walked into school. That's our God. That's our God. Okay. That's
1: being engaged with our God.
0: Amen. And lastly, decreeing the kingdom of God. This is a season. It's a year of the voice, Right. Your voices and your words are powerful. It's a season to decree that the kingdom of God be on earth as it is in heaven. When you're shopping, you're washing the dishes, you just decree, Father, we declare your kingdom of God over New York City. We declare your kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Because it is powerful. It's funny because just recently, I'm just kind of, busy doing my thing and I'm just praying quietly and and what have you and the Lord said, don't you know those little prayers are powerful? Just those decrees are powerful. It's breaking things in the atmosphere and giving strength for winning side. You know what I mean? So don't feel you've got to spend time just kind of doing this warfare. Just doing your thing and just declaring. We declare the kingdom of God in New York City as it is in heaven. In government as it is in heaven. In my job as it is in heaven. In my business as it is in heaven. Just go about your day. In my family as it is in heaven. And you're moving heaven on your behalf because we are children of the King of Kings. You know what a decree is? A decree is a command made by a governing body. It's a command when the king said to Esther when he made the decree. It's, it's, so it's already done. Once the king commands, it's finished, it's done. No one's taking anyone's opinions. So when you decree, and the Bible tells us that, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Matthew sixteen nineteen. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And you don't always see the manifestation immediately. I want to stress that. But it's happening, and a suddenly will come. You don't always see it right there, but as you keep decreeing it, Constantly, consistently, trust me, you are going to see us suddenly happen in that area of your life.
1: And, and, and you are a governing body wherever you are. In your home, in your family, in your community, in your business, your, your place of work. You, you've been given that authority um, to speak these things, to decree these things over those environments. And it's so important that we do that. It's so important that we do that because you don't have to be wearing a "I love Jesus T-shirt or preaching at the lunch table in order to in order to infect the environment that you're in. You don't have to. You can make these decrees and, and, and heaven will hear you. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. The circumstances right now is not your identity. It's not your identity. A season always ends and a new season always begins. Fact. A season always ends and a new one always (laughs) begins. So it's important that you understand truth and you don't dwell in whatever season you're in right now or you decree. And so what's at stake? What's at stake if you don't do these things? No need to kind of go into it in detail, but we all know, right? Fear, anxiety, health problems, because it's Mm -hmm. rooted in fear. Confusion, sometimes loss of purpose. Now you don't know what you're called to do and you're all lost. And if you have any of these symptoms, It just means you need to go into the secret place. You just need to go into the secret place. Lack of clarity, confusion, loneliness, isolation, weird sicknesses, weird illnesses you never had. Now this is hurting, that's hurting. Go into the secret place. Go into the secret place. Um, You know, to close, it's just amazing for us to see what the Lord is doing across the body of, of, of Christ and just across the world right now. And we know... That we are winning, and we are going to come out better than we were before all this happened. We know that for a fact. But the challenge is whose side are you on? That's the challenge. And will you wait on God? No more grays. It's black or white. You're either with God or you're not with God. So get rooted. Jesus Radio. Jesus TV. Jesus Internet, that's your source of information. I'm not saying don't listen to what, you know, the media are saying, but where is your source? Who are you referencing it to? It has to be Jesus, right? It has to be. So even as we close off, we're just going to pray. We're just going to pray that the Lord opens our eyes to see what he's doing, even in this season. And that all lies be exposed, lies that we believe in be exposed. And that he takes you into the secret place so you can see his face. Amen. Let's pray. So Father, we just want to thank you for today. We just want to thank you for your children who have tuned in um, on the internet, on Zoom, and those that are here. And just your children across the world. We thank you for the beauty of what you're doing. We thank you that this is a Red Sea moment. You are about to obliterate the enemy. Obliterate the enemy. The Egyptians we see now, we will not see again. We thank you for this historic moment in history. And we thank you for positioning the church, your body, to win. And so, Father, even at this time, we ask that you open our eyes to see the host of angels' armies. Open our eyes to see the battle, but to see the victory that has been won for us. Thank you, Lord God, for the healing that you're bringing across the nation even at this time. Thank you for the truths that you're revealing to us even at this time. And we thank you, Jesus, that your kingdom has come on this earth, as it is in heaven. It has all, it is here. We're not waiting, we're not hoping. Your kingdom is already here. So Father, we bring our anxieties, we bring our fears, and we lay them down at your feet. Our fears for work, or lack of it, for finances, ill relatives, relationship breakdown. We just bring all the stuff that we're going through and we give it to you. And we ask you, Lord, to show us what you're going to replace in its place. We're not going to pick those fears back up. We're going to leave them at your feet. Thank you for giving us something else in its place. Thank you for removing Everything that was tagged onto that fear. Thank you for destroying it, Lord. Thank you for freedom in this house. Thank you for freedom across the body. I just see the Lord rema- removing shackles, tied feet, tied hands. Shackles are being removed. Thank you, Lord, that we are free to live and free to reign. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for freedom. This is a season of freedom.
1: I just want to pray right now for, I feel like some people are caught up in deception. And uh, they believe the lies and, and, and they're entangled by being deceived from the enemy. And I just want to pray for you if that's you right now. So, Lord, we just come against the spirit of deception right now, Lord God. Father, we ask that you set those who have been deceived free, Lord God, that they may see your reality, that they may see your truth, Lord God. Open their eyes, Lord God, just like Elisha said, open his eyes so that he may see. Show them, Lord God, that the angels are here fighting on their behalf. Show them, Lord God, that they do not have to continue to be deceived or believe the lies. But freedom is at hand. Freedom is before them, Lord God. So we just come against the spirit of deception right now in the body of Christ, Lord God. We declare that God's people shall not be deceived in this season but we will be able to hear from the lord see what's right and know what's right in jesus name
0: amen and i also see loneliness we see people the lie that you're alone and you're and so it breeds loneliness that's a lie from the pit of hell you are not alone you are not alone so father we just thank you lord god that you're always with us and we break every Um, lie of of loneliness or, or the sense that people might feel alone or whoever that person is. Thank you, Papa, for wrapping your arms around them and showing them that you've always been there and they are not alone. They are not alone. In Jesus' name, thank you for freedom. Amen.